I'm Ben Spinji and I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. And um, you know what? This is a fun, another reoccurring episode in our little mini show within a show, which is a dumb binge binge drinking. I am a bubbly rose in y'all. I am me wine in right now. So, so this is a fun. A <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun episode. Um, it's a momentous first for the. <laughs> For the podcast, um, that that week that we missed, that was going to be our slow leader week, but that was already a filler episode because I forgot what we were planning, but like we just decided not to watch it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> because of our little like oopsie. This now gets to be the first anime that we are discussing on the show. And um, again, just to reiterate, we are both very busy, just generally, in our day-to-day. So, this is just the first season. (laughs) Yes. And I want to do a little check-in before we really, really get into it. I don't know how popular the show is, either. Like, (laughs) it was very popular I remember it being really popular. Exactly. (laughs) Which, like, again, isn't really... Saying in, saying a lot for like the general American cultural conscious, but um, this viewing was my third viewing of this particular season. Um, first time watching it dubbed, which was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> and this was just my first time watching this at all. Yeah, and so I watched it dubbed. Which, like, at this point, if the dub is available, I'm going to choose the dub over the sub. And that's solely just a, I can no longer focus at one, on one thing at a time. So Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. And it's also like, especially right now with school, I don't have the option to just focus on one thing at a time. Exactly. So, like, I watched absolutely watched the dub and had it on while I did other shit because that's just how life is. But, um, I w- I'm just very excited. I okay, we need, I want to like say something about this genre as a whole before we really get into this. Um, you really cannot be a fan of anime without being aware and able to identify faults in the media and then like recognize them throughout the watching of it otherwise you're just like a weird disgusting terrible person (laughs) basically so like I know this is one of my favorite animes I've ever watched and like I think it's just because a lot of the seasons were released lining up with big momentous portions of my life. Like, I think the first season I was in like the worst depressive episode I've ever been in my life. 
Um, that's why I love Full Metal Alchemist too. It really, that really got me through some shit. Full Metal Alchemist mm-hmm. and Haikyuu. <laughs> and then the second season um, aired during like the second semester of my freshman year in college. Okay. And now this new season is like airing as I'm adjusting to life outside of my postgraduate life, essentially. So Haikyuu means a lot to me. Um, <laughs> Haikyuu is also incredibly, incredibly slow. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> you have to. But it, it, does, it does pick up, I will mm-hmm. say. But just to put it in perspective how slow it starts, the first half of this season took me three weeks mm-hmm. and the second half took me two days yeah exactly um <laughs> and i think it's not until episode 10 that the main school that the show focuses on has all of its club members present yeah it took a hot minute it it does um and again like I'm I am glad that I was a susceptible I think like 15 16 when this was coming out and I just listened to whatever anybody said on Tumblr about something being good and I fucking binged this whole shit like <laughs> because if I had started watching this now or like a couple of years ago I would not have been able to get through it but once it gets um once you start doing like the training camps and then you get to the uh tournament you just fuck it like those episodes fly by because the pacing during games is so like so good i actually disagree with that yeah other other than maybe the tournament games well yeah obviously because the practice games i thought the pacing was awful because mm-hmm. they just kept stopping right in the middle of a really important part to have like an emotional backstory. Yeah. And it yeah. pissed me off because this is some backstory of myself. I really, really like volleyball. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of my favorite sports to watch. So then when there's like a pivotal moment and they stop everything to go on this like 10 minute tangent, I just get so mad. Yeah. And um, I think for some of the characters, it is important that you include that, especially for Hinata. Because I, like... I'm not saying it's important. I'm just saying there's no, like exactly. maybe a better time to do that. And that's definitely a criticism I had for Yuri and Ice and ultimately why I couldn't watch Harry on Ice because like they did that constantly for everything um so again like I'm just incredibly lucky that I watched this when I was able to just fucking like god this was a point in my life where I watched entire like like 30 minute long videos a hundred long playlists of like Achievement Hunter Let's Plays mm-hmm and then just as soon as that ended, I went to school. And then I came back home and I did that. Like, yeah. that was my life during this point in time. <laughs> so, again, 
Like, I don't know. Exactly and I had know. like, I had a similar endurance for watching things. I think if I had started this at that age, I probably would have had more patience with it than I do now. Exactly. And um, this again is not a show targeted towards an adult demographic. This is a shonen series um, which is aimed at like pre-teen early teen boys. Yeah. So like it's it's not supposed to appeal to somebody who like can't just sit down and watch like three episodes of a volleyball match just between four first years <laughs> that really are at varying levels of skill <laughs> or effort. <laughs> yeah, that but, that particular match between the yeah. Karasuno first years was awful. Awful. Yeah, it really Again, the show starts so, so slowly. It it took me a couple hours to get through the first couple episodes. And then I just, like, kept going. And I got through half the show in a night. And then, like, I finished it off, like, a couple days later. Um, just because I, I don't have time to really indulge in stuff that I want to watch most of the time. Sometimes right. I just have to come home and lay in my bed until I'm asleep. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm ultimately really, really glad that you were able to get through it, because I was incredibly worried. <laughs> yeah, so to contextualize that worry, I texted Tegan halfway through the season, like, I literally don't know what's going to happen with this episode. I cannot, like, watch this. I'm dying. And then yeah. I got through the rest, and it was fine. But... <laughs> So, like, if anybody at the end of this um, is thinking about starting Haikyuu, just please, please be aware that this is so slow. And, like, this is saying something because, again, I don't own a lot of things for my, like, enjoyment of anime just because, like, people that own and purchase things for anime are weirdos. Um, I spent $57 on a Nendroid for this show. <laughs> this is the only sport anime that I've ever been able to get through. It slogs. <laughs> and, like, I accept that. And I accept that it's not for everybody. I really do. It's 25 episodes, and it takes a while to get into but um, I think for me, just generally, the draw was the characters. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we've like established this prior in our like run of the podcast, but I, I am so much more of a like character-driven viewer than like a narrative viewer, like. I'm of the opinion that if your characters are good, you can carry a lot of subpar narratives. Yeah. So, like, a narrative just about, like, they play volleyball. Um, (laughs) There's literally nothing else going on. (laughs) 
It's not like that that basketball anime where they were like shooting lasers and shit. <laughs> like the, the closest supernatural thing is like the main character is very small, but he can jump very high. And like and he's also very fast. Yeah, and that like that's not really too far it's off. It's not supernatural like, really. Yeah, it's just like this is a very athletic child. And that's fine. Um, so, like, again, there's... This is a show being carried solely on the concept of volleyball. <laughs> so, like, your characters have to be interesting. And I really, like, they feel... They feel like they could be real people. And it's so endearing. They feel like real high schoolers. I mean, in a world that, like, high school volleyball is incredibly important. (laughs) (laughs) But. I mean, that's the real world if you play high school volleyball. Exactly. Um, I didn't, so. No, I I didn't either. I had a lot of friends that did, and I can, like, a lot of them were kind of like that. So, (laughs) again, I'm, like, subliminally, like, involved in volleyball. I got cut from the middle school team, and that's as far as my volleyball career went. <laughs> um, I have always liked watching it, but I could never play because I never went to a school big enough to have a boys' volleyball team. Oh, yeah. Because most schools in Iowa only have a girls' volleyball team. I think, I genuinely don't think I had a boys' volleyball team at my school either. Mm. So. It's not super common. Unless it's like, like here in Iowa, you either have to be a really big school or a really rich school or most of the time both. Mm -hmm. And like the Illinois school systems are a joke to begin with. So yeah, having any sports teams at all was a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, But yeah, like, and again, the the season one can kind of overload you because Haikyuu does this thing where they'll, like, there's a main school, and you follow their journey, but along the way, you meet other teams from other schools, and then, like, you're clued into their lives and stuff, too. So, like, it, like, front loads you with a lot of characters, and it kind of slows down, like, as the seasons progress, because, like, generally, their roster the roster for tournaments are going to stay within their little prefectures. Right. So, but like at the beginning, when I first started watching, um, the second school you meet is Abu Josai. People were talking mm-hmm. about like the characters from that team. And I had no fucking clue who they were. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> and like, that's fine. <laughs> I, my favorite school for this like entire series is Nekoma. And I, don't know half of their names. I I don't know the three others. I don't know two of the second years on Karasuno. And that's like it's just gonna happen in like a show with like this huge of a cast. Which is another Yeah, I'm like looking at the cast right now. There's and I think it's probably the same two second years that I also don't know. Yeah, it's the other, like, bald one and 
the, the blonde one. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know Noshida because he does kind of become more important as the series goes on. And again, I'm currently watching the new season as it airs. So mm. <laughs> that's why I know his name. But oh, this is just very long-winded. I, I've Ever since we put this on the list for things to view, I've been very excited. I want to ask, who's your favorite character? <laughs> okay, I have... I have two. That's fine. I have a lot throughout the schools, so. I like Asahi. Oh, really? Because he's, like, big and scary looking, but not big and scary at all. He's and, like, baby. I can I can relate to that. <laughs> and then Tanaka. Really? Because he's just so fucking funny. He's so fucking funny. Um... This is very funny because kind of joining those two characters, my fucking my my favorite character, the one that I have spent fifty seven dollars to own a figure of is Nishinaya. (laughs) (laughs) Which is um I do I like there's only two that I don't like. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is Kagayama. Okay. Because he's just a such a, a dick. He's a little bastard. And Tsukushima, because he's also just a dick. Yeah. Yeah, Tsukushima is actually one of my good friend's uh, favorite characters, but she's also a big Attack on Titan <laughs> fan, if that says anything. <laughs> <laughs> he... Um. Yeah. And I obviously do really like Hinata. He's a very nice boy. He's a sweet boy. Like... Um... This show, but he's of, not my favorite. No, exactly. He's very universally like likable. The show really could not have asked for a better protagonist, in my opinion. He's just no. I agree. There are so many points in the show where like his love and enthusiasm for the sport is so palpable that I'm like, yeah, volleyball. I don't know shit about <laughs> volleyball. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so pumped. I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, volleyball. <laughs> but like, again, like, the, oh my god! The, another like thing I love so much about this show is like, you can tell that the author genuinely loves this sport so much. Like they're going in and explaining yeah. shit that I had like, again, Nishinoya, my favorite character. I had no fucking clue what a libero was. <laughs> I legitimately, like, at a no, point yeah. when I started watching this, I thought it was just a position made up for, like, volleyball in Japan specifically. <laughs> but I guess not. <laughs> um, so, like, I learned things about a sport that I devoted a good portion of my adolescence to through this show. And, like, the the joy that he gets from this sport is so palpable. Like, so many of the characters love this sport. Like, it's amazing. It's such a, like, a heartwarming show. And I'm, like, I'm getting very borderline gushy. And I... (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, I've gone on rants about, like, so many aspects about of this show to so many different people that I probably shouldn't have. Because, like, again... (laughs) 
don't talk <laughs> about anime. Just don't. Oh, I also have another character I really like, which is the coach. Not the 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 coach that also works at his family store, Yukai. Yeah, the, the coach, not like their teacher, but the coach. Yes. Yeah. I love Yukai. I like him a lot. He's He just very... genuinely like cares to help these children. Oh yeah. And like um, He's the, great. The 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 adults that Karasuno has watching over them particularly because you don't really go into a lot of the other coaches and, like, their motivations for the other schools. No, except a little bit like Nekoma. Yeah, which, like, is another... Because, like, the old... Like, Yukai is the grandson of the, like, best coach that Carson has ever had. And their rival school, Nekoma, um, their coach was friends with the, like, older coach Yukai. And they yeah. would make their schools do a lot of practice matches. So, like, there was, like, a little rivalry um, there. So, like, that's why there's backstory for that coach. Um, and Which then, is like... also... Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the rivalry for a second, because yeah. it led to one of the most unintentionally funny moments of this show, which is oh, you no Nekoma's, team is, Nekoma's team is the cats, Mm-hmm. And Karasuno's team is the crows. Yeah. And there's like this really serious speech being given by the Nekama coach to the younger Yukai about like how the rivalry is important because it helps foster like growth of players on both sides and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then there's just this like clip of these cats and these crows fighting in an alley. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, like, um. it's so fucking funny. Dude, Nekoma is such a funny, um, funny, funny cast of characters. And, like, I know you're not going to continue on, but in season two, there's, like, another school that Nekoma, like, trains a lot with in Tokyo. And, like, the interaction between those characters and Nekoma and Karasuno is, like, so fucking hilarious. Nekoma <laughs> and, um, oh, I don't know how to pronounce it, Fukurodani, uh, they're two coaches kind of takes Tsukushima under their wing to try to train him, but they make his life a living hell in the process. <laughs> they just constantly meme on this child. <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> like, I, I, it's, this show specifically, like, the first season, it gets better the more you know about it, and then you can get pre-excited for how good it's gonna continue to be. <laughs> But you really, like, if you want to get there, you gotta get through that first season. Is Oh, God. I don't, I didn't take notes, um, again, because I don't even know where to begin <laughs> with my thoughts for this. No, I did. I also did not take notes. And, like, it, this is going to end up being biased on my end, regardless, because, again, this means a lot to me. <laughs> And I'm just very glad that you were able to get through it. But just the volleyball aspect, it's a weird interplay of like things that I would not be able to stand <laughs> and things that I absolutely wholeheartedly adore. How do you feel having like been through the whole thing though? <laughs> Um, 
I don't really know. Mm. The biggest thing is just like, I think it was objectively pretty good. I just did not like it. Okay. That is fair. And again, this is a weird, weird sports anime fluke for me. <laughs> so, Yeah, it's I... just not the type of thing I normally watch. And like I said before, I really like like actual volleyball. Mm-hmm. So that was like the whole time I was thinking I'd rather be watching just like a volleyball match. Yeah. <laughs> again, like, I don't fully... But it was still good. And yeah. I would, like, if you're into this kind of anime, or maybe even if you're not, I would recommend yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't for me. You've got to be at aware. At the end of the day. Yeah, you've got to be aware of, like, how slow it is. And, um, again, uh, those earlier when I mentioned that the main cast of, uh, like, the majority of the team comes in, like, they trickle in. Uh, it's not complete until, like, episode 10. The two... <laughs> the two characters that we've pinpointed as, like, our favorites are the two characters that don't join the team until, like, way later in the <laughs> in the first, like, arc of the first season. Yeah. So that, like, speaks a lot to like the pacing because up until that point there wasn't really like many like wild characters like Hinata and um Tanaka were I think the only two that really like had enough energy to carry scenes up until that point yeah and I I do like Tanaka is definitely it's not like a he's my second favorite it's like he's on equal footing like, they're both my favorite. Okay. Because, like, Tanaka got me through the entire first half of the season. <laughs> he's so funny. Um, like... It's like, he's, like, kind of funnier in the original, like, Japanese. Just because he tries to use a lot of English phrasing that he does not get right. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know when they go to Nekoma and they like fight, like not fight, but like they play like Nekoma yeah. in Tokyo and how he's always yeah. referring to them as city boys. Mm-hmm. The joke in J- Japanese is that he's saying shitty boys. Oh. And like, <laughs> it's way funnier. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be a lot funnier, like, but he's still very funny. He's incredibly funny um it's just i don't know it's he's one of the like him and nishinoya are like the like rowdy boys yeah in like different sense like tanaka is like rowdy boy and nishinoya is like the self not self-described because daichi the team captain describes him as the wild boy i think is like the the little cultural standard for like energetic like edgy like kind of dresser but I, mm-hmm. I don't know so like they're kind of of the same energy but like it's 
going in very different places because <laughs> Tanaka yeah. is so so heavily trying to like perform this very comical level of like macho <laughs> yeah no <laughs> it's, it's very very funny he is integral for that like that the little difference, first year scrimmage match <laughs> the difference between them is like Tanaka is trying way too hard and Nishinoya is like just effortlessly cool cool yeah I love I love him so much <laughs> this is the character that I have like a dedicated tag like six dedicated tags to on my Tumblr page it's just like <laughs> my son my beautiful son I love him so much I want the world for my son <laughs> like, I care for this character so much and it's so I got so attached to this character <laughs> but like again Tanaka is also like way up there he is like kind of secondary in my enjoyment mm-hmm. because I don't tend to really like those characters and also like I don't tend to but I just it just works with him he he carries a lot of the comedy of a lot of the early comedy um like and again it's like so lost in English too because like you know when he gets like really worked up and he starts screaming and then he just like takes his shirt off and like whips it around yeah like that's a character trait that people make fun of in the original like uh, language <laughs> like nobody mentions that in the english <laughs> like the english dub it's weird it's a weird like distinction um i do want to like how into being spoiled are you like do you not care at all about like, I i don't care because the final arc that the manga is going through right now is like a I think like a five year time skip. Okay. Um and I don't know if this is gonna like ruin the character for you or not. <laughs> but um Tanaka ends up getting married to Kyoko. The club manager. No, that doesn't that does not ruin the character for me. That's fine. I know, like, That's like, like I don't know if like it would be disappointing. Sense. But like it was so sweet seeing that. Um, so, I, I don't want to go far into that either, but I do want to no. bring that up just because, like, yeah, a good part of Tanaka's character, along with uh, Noya's as well, is that they are obsessed with the club manager. And, like, I adore <laughs> her as well. <laughs> She's yeah. a very, like, kind sweet soft-spoken girl and like (laughs) it's so like it's played so funnily and like it's she tends to ignore their advances a lot but it's not ever like cold no it feels like it's just genuinely she is very um bad with social interaction she doesn't really speak much well, and half the time it's like she just doesn't notice. Yeah. So like this it really like it it felt it felt sweet seeing like them walk in to see this match together and they're married and like yeah. she's uh I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> no, that's really sweet. And like I thought like 
finding out that you really enjoyed Tanaka, I was like, this might this might be a fun thing to learn. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed Tanaka. But I, like, I I have a lot of like other favorite characters from the other yeah. schools that I like a lot more than Tanaka. <laughs> That's fair. And like, <laughs> I have no opinion on any character from another school. <laughs> Which is, like, again, fair, because you don't really explore the other schools too much because you're introduced to a lot of them all at once in the first season. But as the show goes on, you get time spent with the other ones more, like, closely. But, um, I want to mention this one because we did, like, get a lot of time with this specific character from Nekoma. My other favorite character for this show is Kenma. Which is um, the setter for Nekoma. Yeah. And his whole character is... He has... <laughs> low energy. Extreme does... social anxiety. And he does not care about volleyball. He, does, he just cares about gaming. He's, he's a gamer. <laughs> I adore Kenma so much. And I think it's just generally because... At the time I was watching this, it felt the mo- like I felt the most seen I've ever felt in a character. That's fair. I was like, oh, like I'm almost positive I had that exact haircut as well. I think. Oh my god. Yeah, at, at that no, no, in high school my hair was a lot longer. Never mind. <laughs> but like. I love Kenma so much, and <laughs> there was a point that if I wasn't, like, extremely broke in my later years of college, I would have pre-ordered the Kenma Android as well. <laughs> but as it, as it stands, I just got Nishinoya. Um, and then I really love the Albajosai Ace, Iwa, but um, you don't explore him at all <laughs> in this in this season, so let's... I don't even think that you know which one he was. No, yeah, I have no idea. There's a fun through line with that, though. They're all number four. Oh. <laughs> weird. Very weird. But, um... I just... Uh, I, <laughs> again, I don't know what to talk about. I really don't. I have so much to say. And I'm, like... <laughs> like, scared the more I talk about characters the more I'm going to delve into um, the Tumblr introduction with the characters. And I right. don't, I don't, because like it has nothing to do with the show at all. Like we all know how Tumblr was back then. And like, what was it? 2014. I don't even know. I'm like, I'm desperately. I'm like, when was high school? <laughs> so like long last time ago, long fucking time. Uh, and again, a lot of my enjoyment just like comes from the characters and how they're portrayed and how they interact. It's mm-hmm. so incredible. And like, oh my god, I feel like you really missed out because they don't really discuss this in this season. But in the second season, there's like a lot, like a huge long arc where Hinata and Kageyama's spot on the volleyball team is put in grave, grave jeopardy because they're both colossal dumbasses. 
<laughs> and Kageyama can't do math? Well, we already knew Kageyama was a dumbass because he failed to get into the school he wanted to get into because he couldn't pass a yeah. test. Yeah. And, like, there have been, like, little cutaway scenes where, like, Kanata's like, my greatest fear, and it's, like, his history test, and he's got, like, a four on it. Like, <laughs> it's, like, they're a hint, but, like... But they don't a, delve into it? No, it's a fun little arc where they're, like, you got, how are you this stupid at everything? And it's just, like, <laughs> this characterization is, like, the only thing that is happening inside those empty, empty heads is volleyball. <laughs> like, especially for Hinata. He chose this school because he saw on TV an a- like an ace for the school's team that was around his height. So he's like, yeah. this is the school I'm going to because I want to also be a short ace. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, I'm not saying a lot of the other characters had good motivations to enter the school. Like, Kageyama literally could not get into any other school. Because <laughs> he's so <laughs> fucking stupid. And Nishinoya <laughs> applied for this school because of the uniforms. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think Kanata's actually on the more noble side. <laughs> I think that's also the reason Daichi chose the schools because they had like a good volleyball team at one point. Yeah. Which is like, it's okay for him because he's good at volleyball and he's not affecting his grades. Like, good on him. (laughs) Like, oh. It's just. This show, it like it does something with its characters that I really genuinely appreciate, which is like they're all so funny and real in like the most flawed sense you can be. <laughs> I think like there's like a couple characters that don't really like that aren't really expounded upon past like their volleyball flaws, like Sugawara. Not much going on besides he's not like the best. <laughs> and then yeah. there's um Yamaguchi, whose entire character essentially is he is best friends with Suki, and he's the only first year that isn't on the starting lineup. <laughs> yeah. But that's fine <laughs> because there are so many characters already. <laughs> and, like, it's... It works. It just genuinely works. Because even then, like... Their dynamics with their teammates are so good and real. that like, I can look past the fact that the character is kind of a nothing character. Like... <laughs> Sugawara is so relentlessly mean to Asi <laughs> for no fucking reason. In, like, the most friendly way you can. Like, these are two characters that have been friends and on the same volleyball team for three years. Right. But he's incredibly mean about it. Just to Asi. 
And, like, it feels playful, but it's also like, dude, maybe you should get some anger counseling. <laughs> and then uh, Yamaguchi is, like, friends with Suki, but Suki is, like, incredibly mean to him. <laughs> and his, like, whole character is, like, I'm gonna brag about what Suki's capable of. <laughs> but he's also, like, enabling a lot of, like, Tanaka's bullshit. If you, like, look in, like, the background. <laughs> it's very... Like, like, it feels like an integrated team, I think is the point I want to get to. Um, gushing aside. <laughs> they... It just genuinely feels like a group of teams that are playing a sport they love with people that, like, they're genuinely, like, amicable with. At the lowest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. obviously, there are some relationships that aren't, like, best friends on the team, which is another point in its favor, honestly, because, like, it's a group of, like, nine people. You're not all going to be friends. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, like, at a certain point, the volleyball kind of takes a backseat especially, like, in the mid-chunk, and it's just, like, them interacting while volleyball is happening, and then it's the, like, tournament. And, like, that at that point is when it gets good, because then you start getting attached to these characters, and then also yeah. later they're playing real good games, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, the tournament is the only part that I could, like, actively pay attention to. Yeah. And this is coming from someone who, again, this is my third time watching it. This was all in the background <laughs> up until the tournament and especially the last couple episodes that were the Karasuno yes. Abajosai. That um, was match. a really, really good match. It's like, because it went on um, to what, 30, 35 was the winning point? Something like that. It was a lot. Like, it went almost 10 points over what match point should be because they they were so, Kept like... Tying. Yeah. And, like, even then, like, what, what was the match before that? With, was it... Uh, date high. Date tech? Okay. Um, yeah, date tech. That was also really good because uh, in that Well, because that was, like, revenge... Yeah, exactly. In For Asahi and Nishinoya. Nishinoya and Asahi, they're God, I, there's it's such an interesting dynamic. Their whole thing is they like fell apart and had a big fight after they lost to Date Tech last year because they couldn't get past the Iron Wall, it, which is yeah. Date Tech's really good blockers. It's, and then <laughs> I know I texted you about this too it's so incredibly funny that this school seems to only accept students that are very large with the intent of volleyball blocking like that's yeah. their whole gimmick and like later on like the schools tend to just follow a gimmick as well um and that's like the first kind of instance of it <laughs> is that yeah. this team is just exclusively very big tall boys uh blocking yeah but um so like i think it was the year previous uh asahi yeah 
is was the team's ace. He's still the ace. He was unable to get through their blocks and ended up like they ended up losing that match. So he quit the team. Um, after Nishinoya yelled at him for giving up because he is the libero and he is going to keep the ball in play, and then he got suspended for knocking the toupee off the vice principal. <laughs> Which like <laughs> that's another fun little side character. Um, so like their whole like Nishinoya was introduced first because he got off of his suspension and he refused to rejoin the team until Asahi joined the team so there was like a couple like episodes where they were working towards getting Asahi to join the team so that Nishinoya would stop just like practicing with them and like actually rejoin the team as well so like it all led up to the date tech um match and like that felt very like amazing to like that was like that was a point where it's like oh fuck I'm interested in like the out and I'm emotionally invested in the outcome of animated volleyball games (laughs) Mm -hmm. like it was such a good like emotional like climax for that that you just you have to push through those first couple episodes because up until that point the story was like Hinata and Kageyama are mean to each other. Which, to be fair, continues to be the main point of the story. Yeah. Is yeah. that they work They work really well together, but they're mean to each other. Which is like... It's weird. <laughs> it's Their <laughs> dynamic is also very... It's odd. It, it's a fleshed out dynamic, but it's um, confusing. And like... Yeah. There's clearly, like, there. there's an amount of trust built up between them that, like, other characters comment on it. They can't fucking stand each other. No, exactly. So, that's, um... Uh, I don't know. Um, and they each individually kind of have that same relationship with Tsukishima anyway. <laughs> well, I think everybody has that relationship with Tsukushima because yeah. Tsukushima's an asshole. He's a little bastard. Again, we're gonna <laughs> continuously like um he's even like he's <laughs> it's so weird. It's a weird character. I still and like I'm up to date on the anime and a little mm. spotty on the manga. I still don't know why he's in the club. His motivations are unclear. Honestly, like, um, you find out later his brother was on, like, the volleyball team as well, but it's it's like, he doesn't like his brother. (laughs) (laughs) This is a little, like, a little bastard who hates every living person on Earth. Yeah. Like, even his best friend, he's so fucking, like, mean to him. I don't understand this character at all. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. But again, like I can't really like say too much about him because at the time when I first watched this, I identified a lot with Kenma and like that's fine because that's still like very true. But also at that time I was a lot like Tsukushima, but that's a part of you that you don't want to admit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, looking back, I can say, like, yeah, that feels like a 15-year-old. 
Yeah, that's that's fair. You know what? That sure is a fucking fifteen-year-old. That yeah, that that is fair. And like, that's not a like you can't really say that about a lot of the characters either. Like they, especially with the third years, they don't feel like they're seventeen. No, they act a lot older. Daichi feels like he's in his forties. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Like, this go is that old, far, but this is an old ass man. But like, it, like, he 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 doesn't feel congruous to the whole like, either teens play the sport. But um, for anybody who's not really used to anime, that's about as good as you can get. It was like just a handful of them feeling a little too old. Yeah, no, exactly. I think it's just very refreshing because they do, on the most side, look and act like high schoolers. They do. So, again, I think that's, like, another reason that sucked me in. Like, it felt very authentic. Like, the love for volleyball, the, the portrayals of, like, high schoolers specifically... Um, uh-huh. I just I loved it I don't I can't explain why I can't explain how it happened and I completely understand that there's not a lot of people that are going to be into it I only have one other thing I want to touch on mm-hmm. and that's that the art style does this weird thing where everybody has pointy elf ears but <laughs> only at so certain angles it. it's so weird I can't unsee yeah. it. Especially Daichi. I didn't notice that for Daichi. I would always see it on Kageyama. It's just... it's An Oikawa. It's bizarre. It. Yeah, um, I don't fully understand <laughs> why. That's like not even a big thing, but I'm so hung mm-hmm. up on it. Like, I could not stop seeing it. I think... Like, I really, really enjoy the art style for this show no and that's not that's not like a complaint or anything no it's yeah, just exactly it's a odd. weird choice um maybe this is like a fantasy and we're just like it's gonna be revealed in like the very last <laughs> chapter of the manga and like they all are elves <laughs> but like it's just like doesn't mean much because they like to play volleyball more than they in, in, <laughs> involve themselves in elven culture. Volleyball is secretly training for the orc wars. <laughs> the like the like the world, the Olympics is like when they defeat the orcs at volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I don't know. I don't really have anything much else to say yeah i kind of like accepted that this is just gonna be like an hour of me talking about why i love this show with no concrete um reason why and no linear explanation as to (laughs) anything that happens um yeah that's fair i've consumed so much of media for haikyuu that at this point i cannot sit down and just talk about one thing without getting on a tangent yeah that's understandable so (laughs) 
And I'm very, very glad that I kept my Nishinoya gushing to a, a minimum because I again, <laughs> like I'm, I clearly like I love this character so much, and I, I love, I love Kenma, and I love Asahi, and like we don't even talk about Abajosai, and like we, I could talk a lot about how many instances there are of like childhood friends who have devoted their lives to playing volleyball together in just like these separate schools <laughs> like I think I think each school has like its own iteration of that or it's Daichi right. and Michimiya the team captain of the girls volleyball team they went to middle school together and they mm. decided to go to Karasuna together and they were both going to continue to play volleyball but like they can't play together because it's separate teams but then like um, Abajosai the ace and the captain are childhood best friends and like we get so many like flashbacks of them together watching volleyball (laughs) and then um, Nekama, Kenma and that team's captain Kuro are childhood best friends and oh like, my god. They played volleyball together. <laughs> Their childhood. Jesus and Christ. This is like, this is all the first season. Like, they just, like, he has like one. And like, I believe, like, in the second season, they go into it further, and Tsukushima and Yamaguchi are childhood best friends who have played volleyball together, but also with <laughs> Tsukushima's older brother. <laughs> teaching them so like I feel like and I don't know much about the mangaka but I feel like just from gleaming this he may or may not have had a childhood best friend that he played volleyball with (laughs) I feel like (laughs) but as a person I feel like there's room enough to speculate that yeah as a person whose favorite tropes for um, rom-com is the fake dating and for like anything for like coming of age is like best friends from childhood um i really fucking appreciated the fact that we got so many of that (laughs) and i love how actually i don't know if it was in this um tournament or like the second season tournament you know those two boys that hinata had like convinced to join the volleyball team in middle school yeah and like they're his best friend they come to watch him play in the tournaments too and it's just so sweet i like i don't think that was this tournament okay but like still it's just the characters lives feel so rich but um there's only like two backstories that you can get (laughs) (laughs) volleyball meant so much to you for so long, or you're just doing this for fun. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just mainly coming from a place where he, the, the artist genuinely enjoys volleyball so much that he can't help but insert that love into every single fucking character in the fucking That's game. fair. Which is, like, fine. Like, it's not a bad thing to be obsessed about. It's a fucking way to keep active yeah it's entertaining it's fun it's healthy um unless you're okawa and you overwork yourself and you fuck up your knee real bad 
<laughs> that point, it's not healthy. But, like, even though that doesn't really stop him most of the time, he almost fucking, like, murdered somebody with a serve. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I'm very glad that you were at least able to get through this first season so that I had a vehicle to discuss something near and dear to me. <laughs> um, but this is probably a point where we can admit that this is going to be the only con- <laughs> time that you're going to be consuming yeah. Haikyuu. Um, we yeah, not- no, I, I will not be continuing with Haikyuu. <laughs> and, um, I will not be discussing it on my Twitter if anybody even reaches out to me on my personal Twitter, uh, mainly because people I know in real life follow me on that. And again, I'm not about to admit I watch anime to people who um, ridiculed me for it in high school. So, Fair. If anybody wants to dive into the den of Tumblr, we can discuss Haikyuu then, but I won't blame you if you don't. I've already openly talked about anime on Twitter, but it will not be this one. No, and like there are some where it's like, okay, like the Naruto is like what? It's not even an anime at that point. <laughs> no, not that I would know particularly well. Um, <laughs> but there are some where it's like acceptable, and I feel like an anime aimed at like 12 year olds just about people play in the sport it's not going to be one a lot of people care about yeah that's fair and it will get it will get like weird (laughs) reactions i can guarantee but um right haikyuu's on netflix the first two seasons are um that's an that's the reason why i got put on here because it's easy to access now um and again please watch it it's so good but it's not the end of the world if you don't. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a it's an acquired taste. I want to. I th- I think that's the end argument here. Um, is that I love it so severely, but <laughs> I I understand. Um, you again, especially with anime, you have to be aware of its faults. <laughs> yeah, it's just not going to be for everyone. It's not, and that's okay. And um, And you might really like it, and that is also okay. Yeah. Just don't end up like me, um, where a lot of (laughs) your emotional well-being relied on volleyball anime for quite a while. (laughs) Which, like, yeah, maybe don't do that. I don't feel like that's a a risk for a lot of people anymore. I don't even know what's a popular anime right now. Um, I haven't watched since like that one with that pig boy. I don't know what that is. Pig boy. Yeah, it's like that boy with a hog head. Oh. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the character. I don't know what he's from. (laughs) I don't know what he's from either, but I think that's popular right now. (laughs) It sounds like a dad. Yeah, the the enemies. Um, If anything... It's a safe zone to talk about Sailor Moon, so. Everywhere is a safe zone to talk about Sailor Moon. 
It is. <laughs> Sailor Moon creates safe spaces, and that's fine. And we love her for it. The world is a safe zone to talk about Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon's one of the like Sailor Moon and Naruto is just like you just fucking. They're two sides about. of the same coin. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> it's not like the Pokemon where it's like we all watched it and we did not recognize it was an anime. It's like Sailor Moon and Naruto. That was an anime. You watched it, and that's fine. <laughs> Death Note, you're a fucking freak. Um, but <laughs> but sure, like... let's talk about it. Yeah, because like everybody's watched Death Note, but that's the point where you accept that. Like, I watch anime. <laughs> no, exactly. So. Yeah, um, this has got a little anime-exclusive tangent, but uh, our end-all is, it's okay if you don't watch Haikyuu, <laughs> and it's okay if you But if, if you, you are do. interested in it, go ahead and watch it. I loved it. Um, that is all. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, or I promise well, I won't be speaking about Haikyuu in the amount that I have today. <laughs> We're at Dumb Binge Binge. It's almost exclusively just us tweeting about new episodes and sometimes I post a picture of my cat. Um, the little bastard who have you who you have heard bite me in several episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not even going to plug the Tumblr because it's dead at this point until I yeah. can fix some stuff. Functionally a Frankenstein. Um, but it will be. I am planning on working on that this weekend. Perhaps so. we'll tweet about the Tumblr once it's up. But then um, we have a Patreon at Dumb Binge Binging. It's only two dollars a month right now. We're still kind of figuring stuff out there. We'd love suggestions from you guys for what you'd like mm-hmm. to see from a Patreon. Um, and if you like us, again, it's only two dollars a month. So, like, please give us money if you enjoy us because yeah it's two this does take like quite a bit of time out of our schedules and yeah. stuff and it's we're already busy people it's two dollars that are going to be getting you your episodes a day early um and two dollars going towards us getting better recording equipment so this doesn't sound like garbage <laughs> yes. it doesn't sound like the pee pee poo poo man looks <laughs> Um, that's really uh, next episode we'll be watching The Simple Life which another fun little realm of hidden (laughs) (laughs) hidden interests is trash reality TV and I'm so excited for that and Uh, that's an area where we have in common oh yeah so I'm very excited to be watching it because I love reality television it's gonna be a fun fun episode because i'm gonna have some things to say about reality tv in general <laughs> that it's gonna be just hog wild of an opinion to have but um, okay <laughs> that's not this episode <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> this has been dumb binge binging <laughs>